It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Angel Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and my autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to some of those callers, welcome everyone to Angel Healing House Radio. I cannot believe it is almost the end of February. It just seems like we were saying Happy New Year a few moments ago. So just a reminder that we are astrologically still under the influence of last week's doozy of a full moon, which happened on February 19th. Now, that full moon was in zero degrees of Virgo. Okay, so what does that mean? (laughs) Zero degrees in any sign is a very powerful thing because it symbolizes a starting point of endless possibilities. Virgo is certainly the sign of being self-sufficient. And it also characterizes someone who has mastered 
the process of being an individual. You know, things like self-mastery and self-improvement activities, such as our fitness, our nutrition, our health rituals. These are all part of that Virgo energy. Also being of service and also helping others is another Virgo trait. So if you do find yourself now being all fired up to make exercise and dietary changes, maybe you're incorporating a a daily walk into your schedule, or maybe you're adding some downward dogs or some cat-cow poses to help you lengthen and strengthen your muscles, then you can cheerfully blame Virgo energy. With this being the last show of February, we'll be saying a fond farewell to February's February's theme or topic of love and forgiveness. And the Posse of Angels, my wonderful angelic family, they want to entitle today's show, Love of Self. You know, I'd like to start off everyone by saying a happy, happy anniversary to my beloved business, Angel Healing House, because it was 16, I can't believe it, 16 years ago that I began this amazing and miraculous journey that has unfolded for me. Now, over those 16 years, I went from hosting meditation nights, presenting workshops, teaching Reiki. Uh, I attuned so many master teachers in my 16-year period. Um, I gave Reiki healings, intuitive counseling. This led to writing articles for magazines, writing and authoring my books, and creating my Angel Healing House radio program, and which is now in its eighth year. Can't believe that. You know, the courage and the faith that I had to create this radio program and go very public sent me out globally and brought back to me people who are really interested in my story, my services, and I've had many, many radio and TV interviews. So when I really do look back at what I created, I can clearly see, it's very clear to me, that the most important aspect of why all this has been able to occur for me is my love of self. Because for the first time in 2003, at the tender age of 48, I made myself a priority. I focused on my wishes and my heartfelt desires. And by doing this, I opened myself to receive the fulfillment of my dreams. You know, in doing so, I became an alchemist as I've turned my dreams into my reality. And the posse of angels, okay, they're hearing some of your thoughts. And some of you are saying, isn't that selfish? And they're immediately saying, you bet it is. Because if the definition of being selfish is making one's desires a priority, certainly not at the exclusion of giving to others, but making one's desires, making oneself number one on the list, then perhaps one could see it as being selfish. But I prefer to see it as honoring my dreams and wishes. And then, because of the laws of cause and effect, the universe must also honor me and must make my desires a priority. You know, it 
is very interesting that many times the very people in our lives who tell us that we're being selfish by fulfilling our desires, they often have a hidden agenda for their comments. For instance, if there's a long-time stay-at-home mom who really wishes to return to the workplace to a fulfilling, creative job that she's very passionate about, her family might rail against this, as it might mean that they have to make their own meals, they have to do their laundry, and it's they who have to take out the trash. Many times when others tell us that we're being selfish, it's because by allowing ourselves to fulfill a desire, this then shines a light on an area where a family or friend may not be allowing themselves to fulfill a wish of theirs. In some instances, they could be saying subconsciously, who are you? Who are you to have the courage, the faith in yourself to step forward and to follow your dream when I do not? And instead of family and friends being rightfully proud and happy that we are participating and practicing love of self, others may be just downright envious. They may be jealous and critical of what we're doing. They may come with a whole litany of reasons why following our dreams is not such a good idea. And there may be a lot of naysayers who tell us why our idea for a business or starting some kind of service, why it's doomed to fail. You know, the Posse of Angels is saying that people's reactions have truly nothing to do with us and they have all to do with their restrictions, their limited uh, viewpoint, their paradigms and beliefs that they are choosing to perpetuate. By practicing love of self, we demonstrate to God and the angels that we are fostering our dreams and our desires. Now, our dreams and our desires are those things that have been seeded in our soul and co-created through the divine and through ourselves. And then by taking inspired action, everyone has a talent and a gift or an ability and by taking inspired action, passionate action, to, to make them a reality. And by doing so, we show compassion and kindness to ourselves. We open ourselves up to the opportunities and connections to do so much more of what we love. Our intuition and our higher self always knows what is best for us. Sorry, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> our, um, our higher self always knows what's best for us. And we connect with it through our hearts. By listening to this inner voice, it will often send us signs as to how to advance to our desires and nurture our dreams. And even though the angels do send us signs and messages to fulfill our desires, the majority of people push life towards their expected agenda to fulfill their timetable and their schedule rather than allowing for God and the angels 
to work with infinite and miraculous possibilities to create the best outcome for the greatest good of all concerned. You know, once we allow ourselves to go in the direction that our heart is urging us to go, then we are practicing love of self. You know, this is not always easy, especially if one tends to be analytical, trying always to figure life out. And many, many times following our intuition goes counter to logic and will often go against what others think is best for us. You know, one of the most amazing examples of this very topic of practicing love of self and listening to one's heartfelt desires came from a session I had with a client and his name was, well, it's not his real name, but let's call him Howard. Howard demonstrated a very clear example of the importance of following one's inner voice. Howard was a nurse, and although he had a beautiful heart, he was such a, such a compassionate, sweet man, he desperately wanted to leave nursing. He explained that the heads of the nursing department told the nurses not to spend a great deal of time with the patients because it took them away from doing their important administrative paperwork. Howard said that spending time with the patients was the very reason that he got into nursing in the first place. And now patient care was frowned upon. Yet he had no idea what he was going to do with the rest of his life. When I asked him what he really enjoyed doing in his leisure time, he enthusiastically said that he couldn't wait for his days off because he loved gardening and he loved tending to his fish pond. Although he loved doing this, he added with a sigh that there was also a very, very deep longing within him. When I asked him what this was, he said, I don't know. He said, I just long to go to the mountains and meditate. He said that he'd had this inner voice telling him to go to the mountains and meditate for a long time. And every time he, he just shut it off by rationalizing that how was he going to make any money living and make a living by meditating? You know, by the way, this is one of the major reasons why people do not follow their intuitions because they want it to log they want to logically figure out how it's going to add to their bottom line financially or they want to figure out reasons why they should proceed before taking inspired action now howard also felt that he would be letting others down if he quit his job as a nurse because he came from a long line of doctors and nurses in his family. And that was the expected profession for him to pursue. You know, I shared with Howard that it's not our role in life to know all the answers. You know, heck, if we knew all the answers, what is the point of being in, in the human form in the first place to truly get in touch? with what makes us happy, it is absolutely tantamount to listen to what our heart is telling us. Don't try to figure it out. Listen 
and take forward inspired action. I told him that he might need to go to the mountains and meditate for several unknown reasons, which would only reveal themselves once he got there. For instance, I said he might, he might meet a romantic soulmate when he was there. Secondly, through silence, he might gain greater clarity and direction for his life. Then I added, he might connect with another person that would present him with important information that he needed. But you know, everyone, we truly do not need to know any of this. All we need to do is to have faith in our intuitive abilities, for that is why they are there. That is why they were, we are blessed with that gift of intuition, and that's why it was provided for us. When we follow our heart's desires, when we listen to that inner voice, we're always on the path towards our highest potential. By following the very clear, intuitive voice inside, we let go of control and worry, and we allow for the magic of life to unfold for us. You know, after our session, Howard took a two-week holiday. He booked a meditation retreat in the mountains. He told me he felt so much more alive and refreshed just being in the clear, fresh mountain air. Now, the workshops he attended were not only enlightening for him and provided him with the silence to, uh, to get more in touch with his intuition, but it was on the third day that he met Stan. Stan, like Howard, had become fed up with his job in sales, and he was seeking clarity as what path to take next. As fate would have it, both Howard and Stan had an absolute love for gardening, and by the end of their two-week mountain retreat, both men had met several times and had excitedly written detailed notes on their new landscaping and water fountain business that they would create together. In Howard's case, he didn't have to see the whole staircase before taking the first step. All he needed to do was listen, listen and follow his inner voice that said, go to the mountains and meditate. You know, I've mentioned many times on my radio program that we are, we as humans are children of God. And as such, we come into this physical incarnation as pure intention. And we can have whatever we desire. But the Posse of Angels is reminding us that it was carefully conveyed to us in our contract of life that we wrote before we incarnated, that the how and the when of our intentions manifesting, that is not within our control. For that is the providence of God and the angels. And the more you push and the more you force things to happen, you will get some result. But it would, it's not going to end up as miraculous and as magical and synchronistic as if you allowed 
for those signs to be sent on how to move forward by surrendering to this unbelievable co-creative dance. We do practice love of self. We can create the most miraculous, limitless outcomes for not only our greatest good, but for the greatest good of all concerned. By practicing love of self for these past 16 years, since my angelic walk-in experience, which I write about in my novel, I am an angelic walk-in, the autobiography of me, Angel Ariel. Since walking in, I've seen a direct correlation between my supporting, recognizing, and being proud of who I am and my accomplishments, and how others have also supported and recognized me and my accomplishments. And love of self is one of those things that really can be understood in theory from a purely analytical perspective, yet this does not mean it will be taken to heart and practiced. Over my years as a healing practice, uh, as as a healing practitioner, I've had many Reiki masters, counselors, coaches, spiritual teachers come to me for healing sessions. They were carrying both emotional and physical illnesses. They were tremendous. They were very good at talking the talk about unconditional love and also forgiveness and non-judgment. They were great at explaining to others how to conduct their lives but they were not very good in the practical of walking the walk and putting their words into practice in their own lives. You know, a wonderful example of this came through a client of mine who I had in Australia. Let's call her Lena. (laughs) Lena was a well-respected counselor and, and a relationship expert. And she came to my healing practice And she complained that her marital relations were absolutely non-existent as her husband had lost all interest in her. When I asked her how long she had been experiencing this, she said for two years. And, And she added that he just didn't communicate with her and that there was no closeness. There was absolutely no intimacy in their marriage. It was at that point that I was prompted to ask some questions. You know, when I asked her how she acknowledged her husband's arrival home from work, she said, oh, she said she was often upstairs in her office. She didn't bother coming down and engaging in conversation with him. When I asked her what things did she talk about while having dinner, she replied that she read a magazine. She talked on the phone with her sister or she just watched television. When I asked her what happened after dinner, she replied that every night was the same thing. She brought him his coffee into the lounge room as he was sitting on the lounge, and she would take her tea and go sit in the armchair at the opposite end of the room. Then I asked her if they ever did anything together. And she replied that her husband was always nagging her as he loved fishing and camping and had asked her repeatedly to go with him. But she also, she always refused. Now, 
she later told me and she confessed that when they were first married, she absolutely loved going on camping excursions with him and sleeping out under the stars. You know, everyone, slowly it started to become very clear that although she was very, very good at counseling others about how to nurture intimacy in relationships, she herself had systematically shut herself off and disconnected from her husband. I pointed out to her that the end result was a disinterested, disconnected husband. I explained that our reality is simply a mere reflection of our choices and behaviors, and these are made as a direct result of the way that we are feeling inside. Carefully retracing what had happened to Lena in the last two years, she explained that as a result of a terrible accident within her home, she had damaged her back. Since that day, she had stopped exercising, she'd gained a great deal of weight. Depressed by the weight gain, she stopped putting any effort into her appearance. In this saddened state, she lost all interest and had stopped pursuing her creative hobbies, which had previously given her so much joy. In her distraught state, she completely disconnected from who she was and basically stopped loving herself. I saw that her lack of intimacy or love with her husband was simply a lack of intimacy or love with herself. When I asked her to be completely honest, she said that her husband had been extremely helpful, supportive, and loving after she had her accident. She finally saw that it had been her actions that had created this divide between the two of them. By concentrating on herself, by practicing love of self, she slowly honored her health and began to lose the weight. Now, at the same time, she renewed her passion in her hobbies and she felt so much better for it. And as a result of the changes that she made in her life, she regained intimacy with herself. She was a much happier person, more engaging. And then as a result of that, she had a much happier and engaging and intimate husband. You know, everyone, practicing love of self and incorporating it into your daily life is so important because by doing so, you will then produce a beautiful reality full of love. You have been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff. When we come back, we'll be taking some of your calls for those free angel readings with myself and my wonderful angelic family, the Posse of Angels. If you want to call in for a free angel reading, do call in on 1-800-930-2819. We'll see you after this quick break. Life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. 
She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Have you discovered the remarkable books at angelhealinghouse.com? Author Claire Candy Hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight. Angels of Faith is an inspiring story of healing, comfort and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared, but embraced with joy. One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through Angel Ariel's five most important lives on Earth, as well as her experiences in the afterlife, and helps us remember our own journey across the veil. And Claire Candy's autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk-In, which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when Claire Candy walked out of her body and Angel Ariel walked in, creating heaven on earth for herself and others. To find out more about these wonderful books, visit angelhealinghouse.com today. Hello, everyone. You're back with me, Claire Candy Hoff on Angel Healing House Radio. We are speaking about love of self today and how important it is to practice love of self and to follow our intuitions because uh, once we follow them and take inspired action, then this is creating a reality of love in our world. So let's go to the phone lines. We're going to take some calls for those free angel readings. If you want to call into the show, remember to call in on 1-800-930-2819. Let's go to our first caller. We have Stephanie from New York. Stephanie, how are you? Hi, I'm okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can Hello? hear you now. I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. Um, I've been pretty stressed out and I, yeah, I was just wondering if there's any just sort of open message maybe that I have or anything specifically related to my health or what I'm doing? Okay. Um, I'm tuning in. Uh, we get pretty stressed out when we allow uh, other things that are not happening for us in, in just the present moment to take us off that line of being conscious of our, of our presence, of our I am presence. So things like worrying about the future, about stressing, about uh, increases the tension inside of us. So can you think of anything that you're worried about? Can you think of anything that, uh, that consumes your thoughts, um, that takes you away from the present moment? I mean, this could be work. Uh, this could be family. Um, it could be our uh, romantic relationships. Um, so uh, can you think of anything that's taking you away from that peace, joy in the present moment? Hello, Stephanie? Oops, sorry. I accidentally muted. Sorry. Uh, one of the things that I worry about is my health and if I'm doing the right thing with the steps I'm taking or if I should be doing something else. And if I'm, yeah, so I guess that 
that's sort of the preoccupying thing um, that can take me away. And, you know, just if my future will work out and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Now, when you say the the future working out, and then we'll go back to the health, uh, our future is only uh, determined by what we do in the present moment. So if we put all of our focus and attention on our joy, on our peace, on doing the best we can, now that's, that's really important, doing the best we can in the present moment, then our future will turn out the best it can. Because it's not, it, 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 we can't create a future without putting um, our attention on, well, we can actually, we can create a future that, uh, that we're not consciously creating, but that's the word that they want, they want to use. Be conscious what? in the present moment about what you're creating. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, because the future is, o- is only created by what you've created in the present moment. So those words are going to be really important for you, Stephanie. I am doing every time you, you def- it's a default program that we have about worrying and stressing. So every, mm-hmm. time, every time you go to that, stop yourself and say, I am doing the best I can with, um, with, with what I know in the present. I'm doing the best I can. I can't do any better than I'm doing now. And you can say, angels, please show me signs if there's anything else that I need to know now. And if you don't get a sign, uh, and I've said this many times before, if you don't get a sign, not now doesn't mean not ever. So if a sign is not given to you, it may not be the right timing for it. And so they don't send you a sign because when, when they're given sign, when we're given signs, um, you know, maybe it's for us to um, take inspired action because then that will lead to something. So why send you a sign when it's not the right timing for you to act on? So remember, remember those words. I'm, and they want you to know, Stephanie, you're doing the best you can. There's nothing else. Now that might change in the next five minutes because you might read an article you know, you might read an article about a new procedure or um, a new doctor may, you know, cross your radar screen or somebody, you might overhear a conversation or goodness knows what. Um, and then you'll be open and then uh, you'll be able to take action towards that. But with what you've been given in the present moment, they're saying, look back, look back over your track record of your health. You've done a really good job. It's not like you've been neglectful in any areas. You know? You've, yeah, I, I guess because I keep getting these health issues, it makes me feel like I'm, I must be. I see. Even, um, mm-hmm. Go on. I, I mean, they tend to be staged early, but, you know, they keep happening, which is kind of unusual for my mm-hmm. age. 
Right. And um, so, you know, that makes me wonder and question what I know and what I'm doing, you know. Right, right. Well, also, um, I know that this uh, this uh, full moon that we had um, is causing, uh, I'm just getting shivers all over, um, it's causing all of those things that we still haven't fully addressed yet to be brought to the fore. You know, I had a, a friend of mine say, um, oh, I heard about this person uh, having this ailment and that person having this ailment. And then, and then I haven't heard from this person in a long while. And it, it seems like it's, um, it's coming to the fore because we really have to deal with those things. So um, um, it it would be good for you to I don't know if you have the uh, have the book um, you can heal your life by Louise Hay. Do you know that yeah, book? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. So so if you haven't if you haven't done this already, please do look up her uh, take on um, where the uh, where the um, emotion behind the physical is. You know. <laughs> For instance, you know, um, a lot of thyroid issues are, you know, uh, this is this is the area about loving ourselves. Um, um, you know, I think it's is, cancer, it's deep hurt or resentment. Yes, yes, those are the two areas. And the more that we can um, take that resentment and um, say to ourselves. I contracted for that person to be in my life. I contracted for that person to be exactly like they are. I wrote their contrasting characteristics. I wrote for them to be, you know, uh, you know, just the way they are, even if it was abusive, because we have no idea what we've done in a past incarnation um, in order to bring that karma around. So we can't resent somebody who we fully grasp that we wrote them into their, our contracts and we wrote their contrasting characteristics into our contract as well. And then we thank them for being there and teaching us um, lessons in tolerance and acceptance and patience and forgiveness, which are really sometimes very, very difficult um, lessons to learn. Um, and then we bless them. This is all releasing any resentment we have or any bitterness or regret or any of those feelings. And then we open up to send that person, as I've said before, green healing light and pink unconditional love. Um, yeah, that's I the way. A lot of Get, that. And I, I, yeah, I, I feel a lot of love for them. Right. Uh, and that's a big part of my conflict is that, you know, they hurt me, hurt me all the time, but I just feel this love and longing. I don't really feel the resentment. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I do send them energy and I dream about them and then they wake up and it's sad because in my dreams we're getting along or we're spending time together. Um, and then I wake up to a different reality. But well, no one, uh, just, just let me say, Stephanie, that no one can hurt us. Mm -hmm we choose to hurt ourselves. No one can make us angry. No one can make us anything. 
because it is that detachment and that full knowing that what another person does or says has nothing to do with us. Two people can have the same experience. One, one can see that as a blessing and one can choose to see it as a tragedy. 30 people can witness an incident and you'll have 30 different perspectives on it. Yeah, so, I understand that. I think it's, you know, it's more about just the sadness or the loss of something, you know, and I guess it feels like hurt. I mean, I, when people die, people feel that sadness or their longing often for the rest of their lives of, of that person, you know, not being there fully in their life anymore. So I guess right. I have a combination of that, but also it's like, unlike death, this is someone or people choosing to do, you know, to be like a death, even though they're alive. It's like, you know, I I know. Yep. And, um, I just have to say here that I've experienced, um, a relative that chooses to be estranged from me. Um, and, and the way that I have dealt with it is I just love them. I haven't spoken to them in, I think, nine years. You know, they choose, they choose to be estranged for whatever reason, and that's fine. And I bless them. I haven't spoken with them, but the way I deal with it is love never dies. And I love them. And in my prayers, I wish them well. And I send them that healing. And, uh, and, I don't see it as losing them. I see it as their choice, but it doesn't stop me from loving them. And that's the way love is the answer. And, and also when somebody crosses over, yes, we do miss them. I miss my dad uh, so much. He, he passed away um, three years ago in April. And the way I deal with it is I put more emphasis on him being with me than, um, than him not being here. And this way I get more signs from him and I stay connected. So I, it might help if you, if you stay connected with that person through their higher self. Because the higher self is always open. The higher self doesn't have any ego or any attachment. So that would help enormously as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the hurt. It's the hurt that we, we keep perpetuating rather than the love between us. Uh, that's the most damaging to us physically. Because every time we hurt, it damages our immune system. It lowers our immune system. It damages the functioning of our organs um, and it just stops the beautiful key chi flow of life through ours, through ourselves. So that's why it helps to go and hug a tree and look for the fairies and, you know, go smell the flowers or, you know, do anything that you can to restore um, that energy inside of you um, rather than perpetuating the hurt. Uh, let's go to the cards and see what comes out. You're doing a wonderful job with your health. Is that what they're saying? Because I'm so terrified I'm not. 
you every time um, they're just saying that every time they have sent you a sign, you have gone, hmm, I'm going to look into that. Whether somebody suggested something or somebody said something about a doctor or, or whatever it was. You've been a good, you've been a, a good receptive uh, being here, <laughs> spirit in human form. Um, and you've taken note of that. So don't, there's enough things around you that could, could cause you to be triggered and reactive. One of the, those things is don't be, uh, be a good friend to yourself. Okay. Okay. Oh, the okay. first, the first card. And I really did shuffle these cards. The first card comes out for you is a wish card. And the why they're saying the wish card came out for you, Stephanie, is really for you to put more emphasis on your blessings, on those things that you do have, you know, um, that you are able to access, that you are, that you have been able to do rather than putting on, you know, those things that, that still haven't been done yet. Um, if you were to make a wish, what would that wish be? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for sh- there's so a bunch. <laughs> there's a few. <laughs> well, well, it's the wish card, you know, so you can wish whatever you want. We, we do have yeah. a new moon. We do have a new moon coming up soon, you know. Uh, maybe it's time to write down those, uh, those wishes in a, in a lovely journal. And um, on the full moon, we release and we surrender. And on the new moon, we write down those things that we want and uh, that we intend to bring forth into reality. And the way we bring forth more blessings is by putting our emphasis on those things that we already have. So there's that beautiful, beautiful card. There's the B at the bottom, and the B is about putting our emphasis on the sweetness of our life. And she's, mm-hmm. she's making her wishes. So let's see what the next card is. The next card is the Ten of Wands. The Ten of Wands is all about feeling burdened, feeling burdened. Now, certainly, uh, by putting our emphasis on hurt, on, um, on resentment, on all of those things, on our regret, or uh, those can really weigh us down. And they're saying, put more of your emphasis on your, on your wishes, on your blessings, on those things that you have been given um, and uh, and then release those burdens. So the next card that's coming out for you is the justice card. And they're saying here that um, the justice card in this in this case is about truth, is about, you know, being really truthful with yourself. If you look back over your health journey, can you honestly say that... Uh, that you have not been uh, really good to your health and, and, and followed, you know, those signs and those messages. I think you have. Yeah, I guess 
I mean, I'm trying to listen to myself, but I guess I have this nagging fear that I should be getting tested more or maybe, you know, I don't know. Or, I like, I'm taking a risk in a way, but I'm also putting, I think, more emphasis on making sure I get nutrition and all these things that maybe other people don't and will maybe just have a surgery or a procedure. But it's still really scary and it makes me feel vulnerable. Um, it does. And we, can, we, we only can do what we can do, which means follow the advisement of your, of your doctor. Yet, if you want to uh, include uh, along with that complementary therapies and alternative things, building up the immune system uh, with green drinks, um, you know, um, limiting, limiting the amount of wheat, meat, dairy, sugar, um, which, as you know, the cancer cells, uh, you know, uh, eat and grow on, Um, you know, oxygenate your body. Um, people think, you know, the, just by switching to organics and, and, and green drinks and, and things like that, then they don't have to worry about their emotional side. But the emo- you can have all the wheatgrass in the world, but unless you change those thoughts, you change your words, you change your feelings inside to those of light and high vibrational frequency then that works into conjunction with the physical. So we really have to look at ourselves as a, as a whole, the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the, and the, and the spiritual as well. So, um, so yeah. I agree um, with that. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of meditations and I've been looking at that stuff. And I was actually just had that thought also the other day about, you know, how a lot of people that I see out there and the help, you know, they're just so focused on just the physical stuff, mm. but that's not as holistic as it sounds. So, um, you know, I've been making sure to do that too, but it's still, I guess without like a confirmation of either everything is better or will be better if I keep doing it, it makes it kind of scary. It's like that, uh, it just it feels you know that unknown or something and you and know what you know what stephanie life if you look at life like that because most of life is unknown we don't remember we don't remember when we contracted to exit this human incarnation we don't remember a lot of us uh you know about when our parents are going to die. We don't remember, you know, a lot of things. And so we enter this physical incarnation with so much of what we don't know is going to happen. And if you look at a physical incarnation, then it is pretty scary. But the way to get beyond the fear is to say, I'm a child of God. I am more loved and adored and cherished than I can possibly ever imagine. I have been given free will and I have been given the gift of my intuition. I will do the best that I can through my actions, my words. I will make them positive and kind. And and then I leave the rest up to the divine. Mm -hmm. And And that's all that we can 
act that's all that we can ever access. Nobody has all the answers. Nobody does. And it's really important to live from that in the present moment. Do the best you can, which you are doing the best you can, and leave the rest up to the divine. I've got to go. I hope that has been helpful for you, Stephanie. Yeah, thank you very much. You're, you're very welcome. Thank you for the call. And I'm sending you extra healing energies. Thank you. I appreciate okay. it. Have a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for calling in. With the few minutes we have left, we're going to just, um, I just wanted to um, uh, remind everyone of the things that you can do for love of self. Uh, one of the most important things to do is to follow your intuition. Your intuition was given to you. It was given to you as a, as a GPS signal. You know, my intuition is feeling good. I'll go in this direction. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. Let me, let me write that down and just um, uh, see how I can develop that. Um, I, I heard of somebody who was doing that or connect with them. These are all markers for us to love ourselves enough to follow what is in our heart because the intuition is not here. It is in what our heart is telling us to do. Um, great thing that everyone can do to practice love of self. There are five important tenets that Angel Healing House has, um, has always been founded on. And those five tenets are the way that we love ourselves as spirit in human form is by taking responsibility and accountability for our lives. As I said to Stephanie, every person, place, thing, and situation that we have experienced in our life, we have contracted for that person or contracted for that situation to happen. And we've done it to learn our lessons. And if we take responsibility for that person that has, perhaps we're feeling that they hurt us or they've done us wrong, then, then we uh, can let go of any blame or being a victim. We can certainly forgive. One of the greatest acts of love of self is by forgiving other, uh, others, by saying, please forgive me, by not judging others and allowing them to walk their journey. This doesn't mean that you have to let people abuse you, but allow them to walk their journey as they see fit because you wouldn't want anybody to tell you how to walk your journey. So allow others to walk their journey. Be grateful for your blessings uh, that you then the things that you already have in your life and that's gratitude and appreciation and the last one is unconditional love because it is through kindness and compassion and love that we will change the world do remember that angel healing house radio airs every week on tuesdays at 9 a.m pacific standard time here on Transformation Talk Radio. If you want to find out more information about my books, I am an angelic walk-in. I am the, uh, the autobiography of Angel Ariel. And this is the 
sequel to One True Home, Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness. This is the book about my past lives and what the heck did I do in between those past lives when I was in heaven and the glorious angels of faith based on my two near-death experiences. There also is a beautiful meditation CD, Letting Go of Concerns and Living in the Now. You can go to my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com. And remember, everyone, do, do put your emphasis on fashioning an absolutely beautiful life for yourself in the present moment, because that's all we have. I'm sending you love and angel blessings, and I do look so forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.